I've had my coronavirus vaccine! Woo! Vaccines, blood clots, periods. April Fools! Time to do our tax returns! Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> April Fools, tax returns, same thing. We dipped a tampon in red food diet, stuck it down one of the girl's pants, and then pulled it out during one of the scenes. Alright, love. What'll it be? Here's an episode again. Yes, back it's, here again. I was thinking about something before we started. Like, mm. we've got, you know, the we audition, cold open, then we've got the trailer at the beginning and it's all very professional and you've got all of our <laughs> sound clips and <laughs> oh, we've got a pre-recorded outro, but we have fuck all for our intro. We never know how to start our episodes. <laughs> We're all just like, uh, half the time when I'm editing yeah. them, I edit about 10 minutes in when it's just like, a, hey, what are you drinking? How are you type thing? <laughs> Should we have like a pre-recorded intro like, welcome to two actors walking to a bar with Scarlett and Dave, Chadley Chad. We we do the the CBB's children present a thing at the end. They get that juicy, cheesy bit that doesn't appear all so often. So they want to think of themselves lucky. You don't get an intro. I'm sorry. Because that's the thing. Like I was listening to, I listened to podcasts on my run and a lot of them all start the same. Like, welcome back to insert podcast name with insert podcast hosts. And I'm like, should we do that and introduce ourselves? But I feel like people should know, at least if they read something of the description. They can tell that we're two different people. Mm -hmm. It's not like people are going to be listening going, wait, which one's which? Who's talking? (laughs) It just reminded me of when you said about, you should at least know my name if you're cuffing my balls. (laughs) (laughs) When did I say that? That was a while ago. That was like the first episode, I think. (laughs) There you go. Any new started lis- strong. Any new listeners, that's the kind of filth that we started with. When we were trying to ease people into our show, <laughs> we started off with anecdotes like that. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, you're not on full form, are you? Well, you're going to try to be, but do you have any reason or are you right. just sleepy? <laughs> Brilliant. What a way to start. It's like, you're not your best. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. You think yourself lucky you're only listening. <laughs> you want to see what I'm seeing and <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, I, I'm, I, I feel like I look tired. Whereas you look lovely this evening, by the way. Oh, that's very kind, but it's not really intentional. Although I did have to get up this morning to do something. <gasps> oh my God, you were awake oh. before midday? In fact, awake by... 20 past eight. <gasps> oh wow, that's when, I, that's when I started work. <laughs> Want to know, David, why I was awake? I feel like I'm going to find out anyway. <laughs> right, this better be really exciting. You've really built this up. Why were you awake at 20 past eight? I've had my coronavirus vaccine! Yay! Woo! fucking party! Wait, hang on! You're yeah, so many years younger than me. Why the fuck have you had your vaccine? <laughs> I'm surrounded by vulnerables, honey. I didn't realise either that it was possible for me to have a vaccine. Liam googled it and you can if you're an unpaid carer, which I am. So that is why 
I was able to have one. I think it's actually very straightforward and it's really unpublicized how easy it is to get a vaccine if you do that sort of thing. Because I didn't, I just didn't know that was possible. And he Googled it (laughs) and then came across it on the NHS website and typed in my name, date of birth, NHS number, all that sort of stuff. And it sort of gave a drop down of the reasons why you could book a jab. Unpaid carer was one and I got my vaccine. So... I'm okay. I feel like I've been punched in the arm by Shrek, but other than that, no, that's actually very dramatic. I felt shitter after my flu jab in September. I felt rough as arseholes after that. I was like sweating and shivering in my bed thinking I've gone for my flu jab and I've caught coronavirus. (laughs) Um, But it turned out I were wrong. It was just the flu jab checking that my immune system was working because I hadn't left the house in like 10 months. <laughs> Actually, it was less than that, but anyway. Scarlet can't do maths. See, that's the thing. With any type of jab or vaccine, you're gonna. there's a potential for getting side effects, which is mm-hmm. why it annoys me when so many people on Twitter are like, I've had my COVID vaccine and here's a list of all my side effects. Oh, oh no. Sh- I'm j- I can't stand it when people on Twitter... <laughs> People on Twitter saying they've had their vaccine, great, that's fine. But listing mm. off all their fucking side effects, it's just as if you're asking the anti-vaxxers to be like, yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, so, oh, shut fucking... up, stop. I don't care what your side effects are. Sorry, yeah. everyone. <laughs> no, I totally get what you mean. I said to Liam, um, I'm not even going to read the sheet of paper, which has got it all written down on, because I wholeheartedly believe, do you know what I mean? Placebos and shit wouldn't work yeah. in the way that they do if the human mind couldn't run wild and convince you <laughs> that you are feeling a certain way, when in fact that's absolutely not true. That is probably the a lot of the hoo-ha. People on Twitter saying, oh, I've got this and I've got that and oh, poor me. That's just Twitter in general. Well, think yourself lucky you're still alive because some people aren't. Ha! Ha! God, I'm such a bitch. Oh, wow, we've really, we've started strong <laughs> this week. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know whether mixing Copperberg, strawberry and lime is all that good with a COVID vaccine, but here I am, people, <laughs> ready to serve. So which one did you get? Did you get the Pfizer one or the Oxford AstraZeneca? Oh, I'm on the blood clotting AstraZeneca, <laughs> boys and girls. <laughs> Fuck's sake, honestly. The amount of stuff seen about that as well. And if you take the contraceptive pill, you're more likely to have a bloody blood clot. A bloody you blood are. clot. Everybody knows that as well. Yeah. I remember like TMI, when you get to a certain age and shit, people start talking to you about... Family planning. Are you with a regular partner? Yada, 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 yada. Don't know what business it is of theirs, but there we go. Obviously, it is their business because they're a doctor and they don't want you to get pregnant when you're 12. But there we are. Um, (laughs) God, I don't know where I'm going with this. Here we go. Um, Neither do I. (laughs) I literally, right. I was trying to hedge around the subject. I went to the doctors once because I was going on holiday and I was due to how uncomfortable okay i'm okay you can say the word (laughs) periods it's fine i'm all right with it you're a strong man david there's not many of you out there i'm telling you um i wonder how many luckily i've seen on our analytics most of our audience are female so they'll be all right with that but for the percentage of you that are male how many of you have just gone (laughs) and also gone another man saying period and not being uncomfortable that's a bloody outrage (laughs) I'm never listening again. I never want to see a tampon in my life. I'll tell you what, this is quite a funny story and I don't care if he listens. Um, 
when we were doing the show from our third year thing that we were talking with Chris about a couple of episodes ago of all the things you could have taxed. Oh, yes, um, when you played the tampon witch. Yes. One of the scenes we played with was <laughs> we dipped a tampon in red food dye, let it dry, yeah. stuck it down one of the girl's pants and then pulled it out during one of the scenes. Right. <laughs> and Michael Grist was in the audience <laughs> <laughs> he was the one with the hernia in the accidents prone one everybody um there are several <laughs> recurring characters in our show <laughs> he sat there um, as somebody whoever it was swung the big red tampon round their head after yanking it out of some other girl's pants um he went i'll never forget it i loved every moment of hearing you squirm um anyway wherever i was going that oh yeah the doctor's appointment so i didn't i was going on holiday and i didn't want to have my period i wanted to delay it this woman was like this woman this gp goes to me she was like do you have any history of blood clots in your family so i was like yeah i do and she was like oh okay then um hmm Right, okay, let me just look through this. Uh, right, do you have any history of cancer in the family? <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, fucking sicko. And I was like, yeah, I do. She was like, oh, uh, okay. Um, oh, right. Uh, well, in that case, um, maybe you just want to go away and search on the internet yourself because uh, th- there is the risk of both blood clots and cancers with a lot of the contraceptions. And I was like, okay, well, that doesn't actually bode well for the rest of the female population, does it? Also, so there what we kind are. of doctor says, maybe you should Google it? No, no, I came to you, so yeah. I don't have to Google it. That's <laughs> she, your job. She sent me away. She sent me away with a post-it note with a web address on it. <laughs> so I could decide whether I wanted cancer or blood clots. Ooh, press the red button now. <laughs> So any of you people out there that are thinking, ooh, no, AstraZeneca might get me a blood clot. The pill that you've been taking since you were 13, mm, or maybe even the chicken nugget that you have from McDonald's was probably more likely to cause you those sorts of issues. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. From we're not a... saying McDonald's chicken nuggets are giving you blood clots. <laughs> from a takeaway fried food store. <laughs> An undisclosed <laughs> takeaway on your street corner. <laughs> I don't know where you live that you've got one on your street corner. God, that sounded very Tory. Take that bit out. No, that's staying in. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm a nasty, nasty, nasty girl. Anyway, um, so now we're past the miserable way that we always start these things. It usually gets cut. I don't actually know what point was being made there. We went off... Well, I say no. we. You went off on a huge tangent. We were talking about vaccines. Vaccines blood clots, periods. So what we've done is we've put people off having the AstraZeneca vaccine and also going on the pill. So well done us. Here I am, solving... Nothing. In case you haven't guessed, people, this is another episode where Scarlett and I have planned nothing. We've just turned on the mics and uh, let's see what happens. (laughs) Wind them up and watch them go. Oh, dearie me. But yes, you're vaccinated. Well, you've had the first dose and then I guess you'll Mm. get the next one in. 12 weeks time i am booked up for june 14th i'm quite pleased about that as well because with blythe spirit coming up yes i will be one less person to worry about yeah so and i can really do without taking anything home to said vulnerable family so quite right yes. hooray for me 
<laughs> Another drink for you, love. This podcast is sponsored by WeAudition.com. WeAudition.com is a revolutionary website with loads of fantastic and useful resources for all you wonderful actors out there. On WeAudition, you can find a rehearsal or self-tape partner instantly, audition and take general meetings on video chat, get career advice from a wide range of industry professionals, and you can even earn money for rehearsing with other actors. So for all the listeners of Two Actors Walk Into a Bar, we've got a cheeky little voucher for you. Everybody loves a voucher, don't they? It's 25% off a pro membership. Two Actors, 25. T-W-O-A-C-T-O-R-S, 25. Shazam! We're doing Blythe Spirit with Chris Hawley with Black Box Theatre, which we eventually managed to get a promotion out of him at the end of last week's episode. But by this point, he was several beers and a bottle of wine down and didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> uh, have you have you learnt your lines yet, Scarlett? Yes, um. <laughs> You'll only understand that if you come and see. Yeah, you need to... Right, from now on, all of, our episode, all of our episodes for the rest of the season will include in-jokes for Blythe Spirits. You have to come and see Blythe Spirit to... <laughs> understand what we're talking about and i'm just gonna and i feel like i haven't said blithe spirit enough blithe spirit, blithe spirit. <laughs> okay i'll stop now uh, and anything's got to be better than the remake of the film are you on about the new film the one with um the one with judy dench and dan steve chris's mate judy dench and dan stevens <laughs> and a load of other people i watched it it's not great anyone that i've spoken to said to if you're gonna watch any watch the original i don't know whether it was the original but the old one with rex harrison oh, got you. so I, I can't even speak from experience but people rave about that and obviously it was so good that they thought they'd remake it and ruin its reputation <laughs> i've always like whenever i've done a show and there's a filmed version of that particular show i've always been told by the director of said production do not watch the film because they mm. don't want their actors being influenced by it except on one occasion where i auditioned for a show i can't remember if it was at the end of the audition or when i met up with the producer before we started rehearsals and he said his vision for the play even though he wasn't the director (laughs) but anyway um he said his vision for the play was very similar to a very specific film that had come out Oh, fuck knows years ago and he said he wanted it to be like that and he said so if you could watch it and kind of model your performance of the character you're playing on the particular performance in this film then that would be great and I was just like hmm I'm never going to watch this film and I never did because why the fuck I'm not going I'm not here to copy someone else's performance from mm. decades ago I want to do my own fucking thing I just found that very odd Funnily enough, I had a conversation with a family friend earlier on about Abigail's party mm. and not doing that, not watching it because you want to bring what you instinctively yeah. read in the character. Do you know what I mean? You've been employed for a reason yeah. because they like the way you go about things, not because you do a dead good copy of so-and-so and so-and-so. It's, you'd like to think that's not why you're cast, but... <laughs> yeah, because I've seen a production of Abigail's party. I saw it at the Nuffield a few years ago which funnily enough Hannah and I went to see it and Chris was Chris Hawley was just there in the audience we didn't even realize we just went to the cafe and it was like oh hello <laughs> I swear funny. he just pops up sometimes <laughs> it's called a tracking device David theater dad is watching always watching when I when he said that I was cast in 
his production of Abigail's Party, which was meant to be last year, but now this year, uh, and the character that I was supposed to be playing, Tony. I remembered the mm-hmm. version of Tony that I saw in the production at the Nuffield, and I was like, I'm nothing like the character on stage, and I, that's not my type. Yeah. So it made me think, ah, oh, so I guess maybe he wants something different yeah. for it. I don't know. Mm. We'll find out. Come see it in the autumn. <laughs> <laughs> I can ask you. Plug alicious, everybody. Plug alicious. Get your diaries out <laughs> if you have a hard copy or on your phone. Do you carry a diary? Because I'm part of equity still oh yeah equity send out the hard copy of the diaries and it's about a week that i will use it and then it will get lost honestly (laughs) does anyone actually any listeners out there does anyone actually use the diaries that equity sends out like actually properly use them because i doubt that we do I think they were very optimistic sending one out this year yeah (laughs) (laughs) when i received it in the post i was kind of like what a waste of paper (laughs) But then I'm sure people probably use them. I I would solely use that for acting related work and events. Whereas I'm sure other people just think, oh, well, don't bother buying me a diary, children, grandchildren, because I have one on its way in the post. Nice. I've got a nice cheap equity one. (laughs) No offence to anyone in equity who, I don't know, creates those diaries. Purple looks so good on me. I've just realised this episode comes out on the 1st of April. Happy new Ooh. financial year, actors. Yeah. <laughs> April Fools. Time to do our tax returns. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> April Fools, tax return, same thing. <laughs> I did my tax return quite early this year. I did it in, like, September. I remember you saying. Because oh, I was God. fucking bored in lockdown. So, And I'm seeing all these people in January, like, oh, but I do my tax return. I was like feeling a little bit smug like <laughs> i've already done it i've already had to pay <laughs> far too much for it <laughs> which i shouldn't complain it's kind of a double-edged sword because when you end up having to pay tax on your tax return it's because you've had a decent ish amount of acting work the year before mm. but then in doing so you then have to pay tax for it god damn why it. don't they just tax the billionaires more they can fucking afford it not not us mm. i don't mind paying tax if it's going towards something decent they make it look like they can't afford it though david it's all in the offshores big boy <laughs> gotta work on the upkeep of my mansion in the cayman islands i couldn't possibly pay tax to the united kingdom <laughs> that's a statement from the prime minister way political banter <laughs> <laughs> He made an appearance tonight, didn't he? Although, does that date this by saying that it's the year anniversary of the first lockdown? Oh, yeah. Well, people know that we don't record these on the day they come out. Imagine that. Very true. You know, we do actually edit this, (laughs) believe it or not. We do actually, some of the shit that we edit out, believe me, if you think what we leave in is rubbish, (laughs) wait till you hear what we leave out. (laughs) Too true, too true. But yes, it will be, it's, well... At the time of recording, it's the year anniversary, but obviously when this comes out, it'll be over a year. Over a year since lockdown. What are the chances that I had me, I had me jab on the anniversary? Lucky you. Can you believe it's been over a year since we've been in lockdown? I know that this is technically the third lockdown, but I feel like we've never actually come out of the first one properly. I don't think, I think some people feel very differently to us because... Like I've said before, because we're good little citizens mm. that follow the rules, call us sheep, call us 
horrible things. Um, but basically, email to actorspodcastoutlook.com. <laughs> We want to hear your tirade of abuse. <laughs> Bring on more trolls. Um, basically, I don't think, for me, nothing comes above keeping my loved ones safe. And that includes not seeing my friends and stuff yeah. because I'm trying to keep them safe as well because I, I just don't believe that any unnecessary contact is worth it mm. when there's a fucking virulent pandemic rife amongst us so um yeah we've we've been good little people that have sat at home when they didn't have to according to the rules but chose to we were obviously in the right because we're still fucking locked down (laughs) but there will be some people out there that had a wonderful old time going out to eat out to help out um i mean i did you do you i did do we uh, i think it was when eat out to help out was going on and Hannah and I met up with my parents and my sister for a meal. And we were careful, but the restaurant we went to, just apart from a few pots of hand sanitizer laying around, there was nothing going on. <laughs> like the fucking waiters weren't wearing masks or anything. There was a big fucking party in the table next to us. And they were like, can you take our picture? And the waiter's like, yeah, sure, click. And that's it. I was like, Wait, just, what? <laughs> what? Oh, God. And in the end, that completely put my mum off ever going to a restaurant again in this pandemic. She was like, I just, I just couldn't believe it. You can be as safe as you like, but you don't know what who the hell's serving out your food and whether they've washed their hands since last October. Well, you can be as safe as you like and still end up getting the fucking thing as Hannah and I did. Remember a few episodes ago and I said, oh, let's not talk about COVID anymore. And now it's like, oh, we're back again. I wonder, this is... What a trivial thing to wonder. Um, when I was like, how old are you in year one? No, year two, like seven or eight? God, young. You're a baby, essentially. <laughs> that was a fresh-faced little baby. Um, I don't know, you're, you're closer to year one than I am, so. <laughs> you said it, you said it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we did like a World War Two day. Did you ever do anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we did. Like, we had like a Victorian day as well. We've, we've done like, well, um, we did World War Two days at primary school and had teachers getting a little bit too into character with like, you know, big cloaks and, you know, hitting canes on their hands. Not on the children though, but they, we fucking thought that they were. We were terrified of them. When we did that, if you were told off, they would take you out of the room on Victorian day yeah. and... Beat you. <laughs> oh no. And, and say, well, I'm going to take you outside and use the cane on you or whatever and you'd leave the classroom and then they'd like smile and be like i'm just going to hit the banister so they think oh my god why are we role-playing fucking beating children it's illegal for a reason There's like 29 <laughs> kids in that room going back to their parents going uh mrs smith just took scarlet out of the room and beat her with a cane it's like right take that lawsuit to ofsted she was like you've got to as you're going back inside the classroom you've got to act as though i've hit you over the hand okay so I walked in rubbing my bottom. <laughs> joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, anyway, we had a World War Two day yeah. and I invited my grandma in because she was born in 1935. So she was a young girl when it was going on. They were evacuated. And she spoke about her experiences of wartime. Um, and I thought, I always, <laughs> what a weird thing to envisage. But I see us as grandparents going in to speak at our grandchildren's schools about living through COVID. And can you imagine how 
fucking shit the answers will be compared to the sort of stuff that our grandparents got up to in wartime. <laughs> oh, I just, uh, I used to Zoom a friend and talking to a mic and, and then I'd just lay in bed for the rest of the day. <laughs> and then I'd put a mask on to go over the shop to get uh, more beer for the next time I spoke to my friend on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like, inspirational. When you put it like that, it sounds really fucking pathetic. It does really think people were fucking getting like torn away from their families and sent up country and then beaten by the other family or never got to go home because all their family had died. Oh, God, God, this is getting dark. All their family are being bombed by the Nazis. Yeah, literally. Like, I think my my papa, so that's my granddad, my mum's dad, um, his house in Reginald Road in Portsmouth was bombed. All that was left was their fishbowl. A glass object. How random wow. is that? Everything else was smoke, dust and rubble. Was the fish still in it? Uh, no, I don't think it oh, was. Oh, that would just be so... <laughs> so it blew the fish out. so bizarre if it just like one solitary yeah, fishbowl like... and the fish was like... What happened? <laughs> anyway, where the fuck are we going with this? I don't know what's, what we... <laughs> We've covered a lot uh... of subjects from beating children to blood clots. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I could do with a new one. Have you got a new one? No, it's downstairs in the fridge. How tragic. I'll see what I do is I bring a bowl and fill it with water and ice to put my bottles in. So I've got a little... Why haven't you told me this before? That's what Hannah told you. When Hannah came on the show, she mentioned that's what she did. Have you not thought of that? I really don't remember her saying that. Maybe I was, like, dead. Oh, God, why did I have to say that? Maybe I was... uh, See, uh, this podcast uh, is actually me talking to the reanimated corpse of Scarlet. She's actually a zombie. So Mm. any, you know... I know Zack Snyder's got a zombie film coming out. Any other zombie films, we've got a real life living... Well, not living. (coughs) Undead ding (laughs) zombie on the show. I don't know what we're talking about. This episode's going off the rails. And not for the first time. (laughs) Oh, dearie me. Dearie, dearie, dearie me. Do you call anyone? You do. You call people dearie, don't you? Isn't that a thing that like a lot of actors or lovies, as people say, call everyone dear? Oh, I thought it was darling. Hello, darling. Dear, darling. Lovey. <laughs> Lovey is like, you know, the nickname for actors that are very like, oh, mm. yes. Mm, yes, hello, darling. <laughs> That's my impression of an actor. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be one of them. Back in the day when we used to leave the house, my parents would be like, you're off out with your lovey friends. <laughs> but I think it's meant to be like a, not derogatory, or maybe it is. Oh no, I've literally Googled lovey and it's um, the definition, noun, derogatory, informal. So it is derogatory, never mind. An actor or actress, especially one who is particularly effusive or affected. And the description Everyone is singing his praises, from the lovies at Cannes to various political figures in the US. <laughs> That's how I want to be known. <laughs> Another realm for your love. Saxons at Sutton Hoo, green children in Woolpit, smugglers at Sizewell, and Ed Sheeran by the Castle on the Hill. Suffolk is full of fascinating stuff, and I'm here to deep dive into it all. Join me, Emily Slade, and my guests every Friday as I look into the different areas of the county by the sea. 
From film to folklore, history to Haverhill, there's definitely suffin' about Suffolk. I I saw something the other day about being born tired, and and there's a study shows that people there are some people out there that have to nap, and I was like, here it is. I need to test mattresses for a living. <laughs> Why am I bothering with this acting malarkey? <laughs> I am made for sleep. <laughs> there must be like extra work where you need to, you know. Various scenes, like, I don't know, in army barracks or something where there's loads of people asleep in the bed and the main character's lying awake. Like, you know, get us work on those kind of shoots where we just have to lie in a bed all day while the camera's (laughs) zooming in on the awake actor's face. We could do that easily. No acting required. Oh, 100%. Imagine that, getting paid to essentially sleep. It'd be Uh, brilliant. I can sleep and look pretty. (laughs) Um... Have you travelled on trains much? Yeah. My first year of uni, I used to commute and I would get the train in. Did you do much nodding off during said trips? Now, uh, (laughs) I I don't know if I've told you this story before, but if I have, I guess that's what you're alluding to. Oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready for this. I don't know what it is. Oh, when was it? Must have been in my first year of uni. We were doing a practical exam it was based on the play Voigtsek have you ever done any work on that yeah 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 every I feel like every student in this country has had to do it either in college uni or drama school or whatever everyone has had to do something based around Voigtsek uh, or Voigtsek or I don't know I've had all sorts Voigtsek the module I was doing at uni was called approaches to performance and it's very like you know Ooh, weird. We're all painted with full-on white faces and weird makeup. And oh god! So a little bit of context into our group performance. We took a section of the play Voigtsek and we did some weird physical theatre around it. And it's for anyone that knows the play, we did it based on like Voigtsek's inner turmoil whilst his missus is you know shagging the drum major or whatever. And um... put so eloquently. <laughs> Uh, the guy who played the drum major in our production, well, <laughs> a week before our exam, he turned up to rehearsals in crutches and he went, okay, guys. So I tried to do a backflip and it was like, say oh, no more, mate. Say no fucking more. And it was like, but you're in crutches. And he was like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But also the other thing about him is that he was black and all of us had our faces painted white. I think I didn't realise until the performance day, I was like, this looks kind of oh, weird. Yeah. He, he was fine with it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. it was just... That oh, ages was... you, David. That's only something you'd have gotten away with in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. It was 2010, Ooh. even. <gasps> Fucking hell, Dave. That's 11 That's years. a decade ago. Yeah, I know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, our exam started at nine. And so I thought, rather than get that, because my train would get in at 10 to 9, and that would give me 10 minutes to run up the hill to get to uni. So I thought, I'll get the earlier train. But the earlier train meant I had to change at Southampton. But I was like, it'll get me there early with plenty of time to walk, get my makeup applied and all that, go full white face. Christ. Um, So I got the earlier train and... I changed at Southampton. Absolutely fine. Direct train to Winchester, baby. Here we go. And I sat in the seat and I closed my eyes. I opened my eyes. We were in Winchester and I was like, oh shit. And I got up just as the train doors closed. Oh, and I was like, oh fuck. 
fuck? The thing is, one of the women in my group was my girlfriend at the time. And I didn't want to, you know, admit to her that I'd fallen asleep on the train and I would kind of fuck myself over. So I made an ex- I lied and said that oh, I was trying to get off the fucking train, but the fucking trolley guy with his refreshments was blocking my way and I was like can you move and he wouldn't so I had to go to the other end of the carriage but at that point it was too late so I had to change at Basingstoke and then get a train back that got me in at five to nine so I had five minutes to sprint to the university and when I got there I was fucking sweating and they're trying to apply this white face paint because we were one of the first groups on which was even worse and like this face paint was just <laughs> sliding off me i was like no 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 come on just trying to dry it off with various t-shirts and whatnot but in the end it worked out fine and i think my group bought it but yeah i have fallen asleep on the train i used to fall asleep i was a fucking pro at it because i commuted the whole time so there was plenty of opportunity for me to have overslept it, but it was like i had this thing built in that like I knew how many stops there were or I was like listening but not listening. Subconsciously hearing the next station is Winchester. Yeah, but before having used trains, anybody that said, oh, I go to sleep. My dad used to commute for work into London and (laughs) I'd heard tales from both him and my mum about times that he'd like fallen asleep, leant on the person beside him, sat on, <laughs> sat in a suit and dribbled down his lapel and stuff like that. <laughs> Poor fella. So I always thought to myself, I mean the bloke in the suit, um, <laughs> I'd always thought to myself, God, I could never do that. But I got very, very well trained at the, the napping at the drop of a hat on a train. Yeah. But my issue was attracting oddballs there was this one time i was staying i can't remember where i was staying in winchester or or what but anyway i had a bag full i had like eight cans of strongbow dark fruit in it (laughs) i've dumped classy oh yes oh yes (laughs) classy lady i dumped this bag on the floor in front of me sat down next to this lady older lady like white Mm. hair um I mean, she could have. Well, she could have gone white at twenty-three. Who knows? Um, I'm on my way. (laughs) So, so anyway, I sit down next to this lady, um, and she's like flashed a little smile at me, um, and I've sat myself down and put my bag down on the floor. I I think I just pulled my phone out and was putting on some music or something, and I heard her say something, and I've pulled my earphones out. I was like, "I'm sorry. Um, what did you say?" And she was like, "That in there." And she's pointed at my bag. My bag was like sort of splayed open so you could see the cans of cider. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, good on you, girl. We've all got our vices. And then out of this trench coat she was wearing, she pulled a fucking bottle of vodka and took a swig <laughs> and was like, go on, get one. Cheers, she's going. And I was like, what the fuck? It is 7.56 in the morning. <laughs> and I was not ready wow. to meet a fellow alcohol dependent no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) but what a what a weird weird old morning that was winchester has shops (laughs) why don't just go to the shop between you those strongbow are going to get really warm in your bag being carried around all day students are poor david if i'd already bought supplies and i was using what i had (laughs) fair and let's be honest you don't want to pay train station prices for alcohol because boy give you an idea about winchester the train station (laughs) shop there is a marks and fucking spencer's 
Which for international listeners is a really posh kind of shop that charges, I don't know, 20 quid for a Volavon. I've not been there in a while. <laughs> 20 quid for a Volavon. Oh, do they do Volavons? I love a prawn Volavon me. Best thing about a funeral. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> can't match the combination of a little bit of puff pastry with a few prawns and some Marie Rose sauce or whatever it's called. After the same again, lovies. Oh, I sort of sounded like a dog then, didn't I? Or maybe I didn't. I've got headphones on, so I can only hear. I don't really... You can only hear? A little bit. (laughs) I can only hear the voices inside my head, David. (laughs) <laughs> what are the voices inside your head telling you now? Nothing. Yeah, it's just emptiness. <laughs> you knock, but there's no one home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I always think of, is it Homer that has the um, monkey that's clapping the symbols in his mind? So we've had Disney Plus in this country for over a year now, and I set myself a goal to binge all of the Simpsons because all all of the Simpsons ended up on Disney Plus, mm. and I was like, I'm going to watch all of it because I'm I've only really been exposed to the good Simpsons. Did you only did you actually go back to like the the first series? Yeah, like the very first one. So the first and second they're ones. They're so ugly in those ones. <laughs> the, how, how dare you? They they look perfectly fine. I love their HD 3D features in the new <laughs> ones. That just does it for me. <laughs> So like I did, I tried to watch all of The Simpsons, but I'm on season twenty nine now. Fuck me! And I've just, I didn't realize there was that many. There's thirty seasons on Disney Plus. I think the thirty first season is currently being broadcast in America, mm. and I'm pretty sure they've been renewed for either the, to up to thirty three or thirty four seasons. Basically, I've gotten as far as season twenty nine. Mm. And I'm I I can't. It's it's shockingly bad. Like The Simpsons Ooh. is one of the best shows ever. Like the first two series are like you know <laughs> Simpsons beef. <laughs> yeah, the first two seasons are setting things up, and then season three to eight are like some of the best pieces of television out there. Season nine starts to get a little bit wonky with you know the episode where it's revealed Principal Skinner's a fake, and then that season's a bit off. Spoiler season- alert. Uh, yeah, these shows are decades old. <laughs> season 10, it starts to get back on track. And then from like season 11 onwards, it's just a cavalcade of shit. Why is it still going on? It's dreadful. I can't. Oh, But if the Simpsons creators want to, you know, have me on as a guest, I'll happily. I'll, I'll, I'll obviously say yes. They're probably paying stupid money for it. I think those voice actors earn like, you know millions an episode probably just to do the same characters over again matt is certainly not groaning (laughs) (laughs) i started watching stuff when i still had disney plus because i got uh six months free with my phone bill i started watching it and there was a whole I, i can't remember how many how many episodes it was but it was like more than one more than two and they were all set in like medieval times maybe oh yeah they sometimes have episodes where it's like it's ancient greece but the simpsons characters it's yeah, shakespeare it but the simpsons nerves. characters and stuff like that kind like of that. gimmicky episodes there there's more of them as the 
bad seasons come into play. Yeah. But then we all run out of content. <laughs> and so you turn to this show instead. <laughs> come meet the driest pair you ever met. There are still some houses, more than there should be, in and around my neighbourhood that have Christmas decorations outside their house. Like Christmas lights, Christmas trees, tinsel around the fucking doors. Why? Is it because it's like, oh, it's locked down, get in the spirit of it, it's Christmas every day. Yeah, we're going to wait until a lousy family to have Christmas again. Put it away. That really pisses me off. There's um, there's a house opposite that's still got a little Christmas tree in their front window and one in their porch, and they flash all night long. The Christmas trees or the neighbours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just there like, woohoo, woohoo. <laughs> so, call the police. <laughs> Here's where we get our kicks in lockdown. <laughs> Hello, number 12. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go to our usual swingers party, so here we are. <laughs> Open thing, your actually. curtains. Right, here's the theme for the episode. We're, we're, we're near the end of the episode. I don't even know where we are. But like, how do swingers parties cope in lockdown? They can't do it all over Zoom. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Maybe they wear hazmat suits that have just got holes for willies and vaginas. <laughs> Any swingers out there, in all seriousness, any swingers listening, oh, just hit the mic, any swingers listening, tell us how you survive lockdown. I'm genuinely interested. I genuinely want to know because everyone else has put their stuff on Zoom and like, you know, all of my meetings at work are done over webcam and stuff and this podcast done over webcam and people have rehearsed. David's even done pantos on webcam. Exactly. Like everything's been moved onto webcams and Zoom and Teams and everything. What do swingers do? Swingers, how how are you surviving? How have you survived lockdown? Because it's been over a year now. Like, come on, you got to tell us. You can't all be bubbling up. Cause how's that Dave, we're work? cracking down on the super spreaders here. I think yeah. we found the loophole. <laughs> Last orders at the bar. Last orders at the bar. Listen, as Scarlett mentioned at the start of this episode, I'm very tired and not on form. I've had four Peronis and I'm just, I don't know. I don't know where I am. I don't know what's going on. We've been in lockdown for a year. Where are we? What's happening? Apparently it's April. April fools, everyone. This isn't a real episode. (laughs) But then we get a lot of listeners on the days after we release episodes. People will be like, it's April 2nd. I don't know. Or people could be listening to us in the future. This could be a time capsule for primary school children studying the coronavirus of we're all 2020, grown ups <laughs> and it's now 2022 no 2059 oh or something and there's our children I'm and lost. grandchildren <laughs> oh god oh my god we've got to delete these before we become grandparents in fact parents fuck can you imagine oh my god not delete our podcast yeah we have to why well because well, maybe not parents, but grandparents. You've got to hold up some sort of, like, Yeah, but when we become grandparents, we're not going to be like our grandparents, you know, of this generation. Yeah, but I still don't really agree with people swearing lots before 10. <laughs> before the watershed? <laughs> no, before the age oh. <laughs> of 10. <laughs> they won't listen. It's fine. I don't know. Do you don't know you what... find that? Like, those videos go viral, don't they, of kids calling their 
parents assholes and stuff and i i don't know if i find that funny being I've a not seen any video i don't often search the internet for videos of children scarlet i don't know oh jesus christ we were talking about this the other day i had a big group call with um my girlfriends and we were talking about You've obviously our... not listened to last week's episode where you moan about talking to people over zoom and how much you hate it <laughs> actually funnily enough um one of the message on the big group chat suffocating white mice group chat shout out <laughs> we brought it back to tampons baby <laughs> see we're going full circle there is a theme <laughs> is a... we actually script all these episodes everything we say we get a team of writers in and we write it all down this is we're all just that good planned. of fucking actors that <laughs> you think it's all i have lib <laughs> see, that was actually scripted as well we're actually completely sober any casting directors listen oh you know mine this gold come on (laughs) Uh, anywho so i messaged well i didn't message them they one of them messaged saying really like the episode this week scarlet um and and continued but i'm not going to indulge you with what more said we went yeah why start why finish a story after you've started it (laughs) Because I never do. When do I ever finish a story? She just goes on a tangent, stops off at regular intervals, and then comes back and goes, what was I supposed to be talking about? I wonder what our listeners think when actually listening to this episode, or any of our episodes, and they're like, what the fuck is happening? I guess we really evoke the feeling of actually being in a bar drinking yeah, that's the because, intention yeah look we said we were actors but like i mean that that's become secondary to the fact that we are hilarious chums <laughs> <laughs> Put that <on> the <laughs> what you still doing here sling your hook See you later, Davey boy. See you later, Scarlotta. We'd like to give a massive thanks to Rotaries for our soundtrack and to Megan Sickers for our artwork. And an even bigger thanks to all of you choosing to listen to us waffle on. Find us on all social media platforms and make sure to subscribe to us because we're actors. We need validation.